right, welcome to Old School. Jane Huger, Ben Mangos with you guys. Um, so uh, we got a lot of fun nonsense topics as always. Uh, Mother's Day, acceptable or unacceptable, uh, what to do about Mother's Day. Picnics, acceptable or unacceptable. Roy Rogers, uh, does it still exist? Uh, lots to go over here. And we have nonsense videos, including one that's going to blow us away. The uh, So my friend Alex Viorst, who's Alexander in the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day, right? And he, uh, his father was a really influential uh, uh, Middle East writer, Milton Viorst, right? Hold on, the bad day, blah, 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 that's a movie, right? It was a movie, but it's a book first, it's a children's book right. written and, by. And who was it written by? His mom. Oh Judith, my God. Judith Viorst, yeah. Holy and, cow, I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 and Alex is Alexander, right? And his brother's Nicholas, oh. and, Nicholas and Anthony. and No idea, yeah. okay. Uh, I mean, hasn't anybody? I mean, it's the kind of thing when people find out and they know him. They're like, "Oh my God!" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't know what to tell you." <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I was five, you know, sex or whatever. Yeah. So, but his mom's great. His dad was a, great too. But he was a his dad was a curmudgeon-y uh, guy, but a great reporter for a long time. Really great mm -hmm. reporter. New York Times and New Yorker, and and covered the Middle East and was one of those Jews who uh, who uh, you know who like Ben Shapiro doesn't think's a real Jew. Right. Oh, okay. So that means I already like him. Oh, no, he had a relationship with Arafat. Arafat talked to him, and he was mm -hmm. of the mind that the that the right wing in Israel was dangerous. Right. And that they okay, were, uh, two for two. Not because Arafat's a good guy, but because you have to talk to your enemies. But you have to talk to the other side. That's right. That's right. So, uh, so he was. Uh, I like Milton, and he was. Uh, but he was always like, we'd come over, and he'd like give us a lot of chores. Like, you know, like we'd go over to hang out, play in the pool, and be like, oh, no, we got to de-weed the lawn first, you know? Oh, I like him even more now, now, but only from the perspective of a parent. Yeah. I mean, when as a kid, I would be like, de-weed your lawn? I came over to swim in the pool. Martin Milton was a guy who, he just died last year, uh, uh, maybe even this year. I think last year, though, end of last year, um, who uh, he liked uh, things his way. And one of the things he did, which was famous is in our group of friends, and was going to Roy Rogers, and there were many Roy Rogers restaurants in Washington, D.C., and get up there. He's like, yeah, I would like, a, I'd like two hamburgers, medium rare. Right? <laughs> he was kidding, right? No, no, not He no. wasn't kidding? No, he wasn't kidding. And the guy looks at him. They're all medium rare. At Roy Rogers, they were right there for you to take. Mm -hmm. Like they would be under the lamp. Yeah. Right? You know, you just took it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. In the, yeah. In well, the that's uh, why it was amazing that the guy knew that they were medium rare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all medium rare. I don't know what you want. I'm not. No, I love that yeah, guy yeah. because the, the, my natural instinct would have been to be just honest and say, Sir, we have no idea what yeah. they are. They're yeah. just burgers yeah. we cooked earlier, and they're under a freaking light. <laughs> no, but his answer is way better because yeah. you're like, you've got a guy who doesn't get that they're not really medium rare, and that's not the right question to ask here. <laughs> it, then he's also the guy who's not going to get it when no, you right. say, "Oh, they're all medium rare." He's <laughs> right. like, "Yes, oh, terrific! Oh, <laughs> lucky my lucky day." Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so anytime Roy Rogers comes up, I always think uh, I'll need uh, two burgers, uh, medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> so. So I liked Roy Rogers. I liked their chicken, uh, it, and I liked their you roast what beef. Their chicken was called? No, I don't. Pappy Parker's fried chicken. That's what you I got did not Roy know Rogers. that. Pappy I Parker's did not know chicken. that. Yeah. So do we think it still exists? No, gone. Right? No, it's gone. But it's like uh, it, it was. Mm, I might have this wrong. I think they all became Hardee's. 
I, That's so funny because the next thing on my list is does Hardy still live? I think Roy and what did was Roy's last words. Does Hardy still live? Either Hardy's took over or Hardy's became Roy. Or did Hardy's begin or did Arby's take over Hardy's? No, I think they just have a similar name. They just had a name hmm. with the same sound. I don't think Hardy's and Arby's have they have nothing to do with each other. Hardy's was burgers. Arby's is roast beef. I don't think Hardy's was roast beef. I think Hardy's is Carl's Jr. Carl Hardy's is the East Coast Carl's Jr. Oh, that's a head. I don't know if they. I don't I know if they have the same burgers. I don't know if you exactly, but it's the same. At least it, for a time, anyway, it was the same company. Probably still is. Yeah. Now I'm wondering if I've ever eaten at a Hardy's. And I think Hardy's was was Roy Rogers, Pappy Parker's fried chicken. Geno's. Do you remember Geno's? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, Geno's yeah, yeah. was Kentucky Fried Chicken's attempt to have a burger joint that also had Kentucky Fried Chicken, and they just gave up. But they used to give a burger in a, in a like as a sub, so it was uh -huh. a cheeseburger, but in sub oh, form. No, well, now we're having a conversation. Total loss when they went out of business. Like yeah, definite loss. Yeah. Okay, in fact, that'll lead to a nonsensical story about Riddle and Martin. Uh, come on, everybody, and let's rejoice. Geno's gives you freedom of choice. That was the. Uh, Ooh, yeah, that's a, that's a right. kind of a the right closed them down. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, yeah. actually, I was going to say the freedom gives you like appeals to the right wing. And choice appeals to the left. We kind of could have brought the could country brought the, together and had a hamburger sub. That's they right. could have done it. They could. Have, by the way, uh, speaking of bringing the country together, they no, I'm not. They might have called it the Hero Burger. That uh, sounds good. We yeah. got to bring that back. Yeah. Uh, ShopTYT.com. Uh, that's what's going to bring the country together. That's the sponsor of the show. Theoretically, they have a new shirt slash we. Um, uh, bye bye Santos. Okay, so check that out. Bye bye Santos at shoptyt.com. You'll enjoy it. Well, and check out Too Strong no, Coffee, too, by the way. TwoStrongCoffee.com slash TYT. Uh, no joke, we had it at the picnic that I'm going to tell you about. Everybody's like, what is this? What, I don't understand what coffee this is. This is so good. Who was at this picnic? Uh, family members. Yeah. The uh, Your family members? Uh, yeah, it's weird that they didn't know my coffee. Yeah, no, it right. was also my wife's. Extended family, because I imagine the Turks, you know, they're probably they they know coffee. Oh, my mom loves it. My yeah. sister loves it. And they know coffee for yeah. sure. Um, the has uh, there been? There's no news on Santos, right? It's just our, just our. No, no he just got arrested. Yeah, 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 but there's yeah. no. He, yeah, yeah. He, no, says, he says he's gonna uh, prove his innocence in court. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, I bet he has a lot of evidence, just like Trump did yeah. when they did the yeah. election. Sixty court cases. That's that's why uh, he waited. He waited for this. For them to be over, and then he found the two thousand mules in the massive dumps. I wonder if, uh, like, his lawyer is going to be it's interesting. I don't know who his lawyer is, but mm -hmm. I want to know who is full on hired for this lawyer is, and if they're going to be like, look, man, I'm not sure you understand. You can go to prison for eighteen years, right? Uh -huh. Like, or you resign, plead guilty, and I think I can get you three and a half. You know? Yeah, I, I, I bet. I mean, he's a U.S. Congressman right now. I bet he can get him nothing. I bet he can get him Randy probation, went parole. To prison for you know nine years, and this guy, you know, Duke Cunningham, like they've sent some guys to prison. I know, but that, a that was an earlier time, and b Duke Cunningham. I, my recollection was that he had done some serious crimes. I think, but I mean, he's this guy's done some. You can't take money for your campaign and go buy suits. <laughs> like you can't. I know, but do that. Like I just I. 
I feel like the system's gotten so corrupted. I'm not sure that somebody goes to prison for that these days. I like, think no. I I think this is too much, and I also think that the what I in our text chain, I was like, I don't see why the Republicans don't throw him a hundred percent to the wolves. Well, they, it's because McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy promised him something for the vote all back in the day, and. But now that's starting to wear thin. Now right? You've been indicted, and you're a criminal. And we, we, people who've actually done wrong, we take a stand against them. It's George so Santos, easy. Some, yeah. right? It's so easy. Donald Trump hasn't done anything wrong, but George Santos, that guy's a criminal. He's got to go. You're not going to win the seat anyway, and you're certainly not going to win the seat if George Santos runs for it. Yeah, um, but Republicans defend their own. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah, or high yeah. water. I'm just saying a, a normal strategy would be. A cutthroat strategy. This guy didn't make any friends. He doesn't yeah. have any. He's a joke. Like even yeah. to them, you know, there's 125 Republicans who are like this guy. Carl's Jr. is the Applebee's of fast food joints. It's the one fast food place where I'm like, I tried it two, three times. I just don't like it. I have had a couple of good burgers there. I think going. I I think it's a. I mean, that's a real insult. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. It's, um, it's, it's heavy. It's sorry, Carl's Jr. Uh, you I, mean, had, I think Arby's is the, is the but, uh, but, I, but it's not fair to say Arby's. No, I like Arby's. I like their roast beef. I, I, I know it's not real roast beef. I know it's not even close to real. No, it's, okay. it's no, here, let me finish this whole sentence. It's disgusting. And I also like it. I like it, <laughs> I'm telling but, you. But, but it's gross. Like yeah, that's it, totally it, fine. Yeah, I just totally yeah, it has fine. to be acknowledged that it's totally. I acknowledge fine. it and I move forward. But and but you put the the horsey sauce on and that's some a good barbecue sauce. sauce. You now they have good sauce. Stir there. them together and then I even the whole like sandwich the, just takes like the sauce and some sort of chewy substance. Yeah, chewy center. That's right. And the everything about it is over the top artificial. That whatever that meat is, no one knows. Right. Yeah. But it is it isn't roast beef. That cheese. Yeah, you don't have the meat. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we have the meat. Do yeah. you? Do you? Do, Do you? you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then that whole um that cheese, that's the most artificial cheese in the world. Yeah, it's not cheese, it's not meat. Yeah, the sauce, most artificial sauce in the world. And you put it together, you're like, ah. <laughs> you right. know what it tastes like? It tastes a little bit like America. <laughs> okay. Uh, a little artificial, but surprisingly good. Okay, or Orange County, that's another way to go. So now let me tell you about Riddle Martin. So Riddle Martin is a, um, is a sub shop in Jersey. What's it called? Riddle and Martins, okay. okay. And it's named that because you're gonna be shocked to find out the proprietors were Mr. Riddle and Mr. Martin, okay. And oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, and they used to run the shop together. Mm -hmm. It's a tiny, tiny little sub shop, it's like a perfect little, Jersey sub shop. It's in the town right next to ours, but it's so close that it's basically, you know, within the same area. So we go there all the time to get subs and great ones. What's the name of the town? Um, that's why I said the. Oh, what's town. the name of your town? Oh, East Brunswick. Okay, East Brunswick. So it's next to East Brunswick. Yeah. Is it Old Bridge or Spotswood or anyway? No one cares. Right. No one cares. Right. Uh, so, uh, and they had this great burger sub, like like mm -hmm. Geno's, like but like right. but a quality sub. Mm -hmm. So you got the oil and vinegar mm -hmm. on the burger, on the cheeseburger sub. You got the mayo. You got the finely shredded. It was just great, right? And uh, and then uh, right as we were like leaving East Brunswick, going to college or going to law school or something, um, uh, 
Senor's Riddle and Martin sell the shop mm -hmm. and they sell it to a, a Korean family. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I every once in a while I'll go back to East Brunswick mm -hmm. and I'll go and get a Riddle and Martin sub. So I go to a couple of years ago, I go into Riddle and Martin's and and Somehow I get into a conversation because that's what I do, right? With the owners of the place, and I'm like, "Oh, there used to be these guys, and you guys bought it, right?" And they kept the name. Um, uh, yeah, they kept the name, and so, and somehow I don't remember how, but I don't. They must have brought it up. They said, "Oh yeah, you know, there's." I said, "Oh, I'm I'm doing a show. I'm in L.A., but I used to live here." They're like. Oh, we know a very famous person in LA. And I'm like, oh, you do? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. They're like, Steve O. <laughs> They're like, he's on this big network, okay? And he does this like powerful show. And uh, and I'm like, oh, that's that's that sounds great. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. amazing. What's uh, the name of the channel? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did. I asked him, oh, do you know what network he's on? They're like, oh, no, no idea. No, 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 no idea. idea. Okay. We just know Steve O. Yeah. So Steve, of course, used to work here. He was part of the aggressive progressives, but he's also a chief business officer. That's what he really was. And he'd come on air, and he was kind of an angry progressive, etc. And it turns out Steve had helped them in the transaction or something, because that's what Steve does. Right. And Steve's Korean. Yeah. And yeah. Steve's Korean, right? And I was like, I'm like, yeah, that legendary entertainer, you know, in L.A. is <laughs> he officiated my wedding? Okay, like he's. We grew up together, one of my best friends. And so they're like, oh, and they're like, he knows Steve O. <laughs> he knows Steve O. Okay. And I was like, yeah, well, okay, <laughs> guilty as charged. Okay. So next time I go, which is which is about a year ago, I go with Pro. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna go speak at Yale. I took Pro on the trip. I want to show him New Jersey, blah, 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 right? And my son's 12. And so I'm, I'm like, oh, I got it. I'll take him to Riddle and Martin's, and I'll mention Steve O, mm -hmm. and have them flip out. And since Pro knows Steve really well, it'll be kind of like a cool moment. I won't tell him the story; it'll catch so yeah. that he'll he'll be surprised by right. it, right? So I go in, we order all of our subs and stuff, and then I'm like, well, uh, you know, I in L.A. I work with someone you might know. Uh, his name is Steve O, <laughs> and they're like, uh, okay. <laughs> They're like, yeah, but we don't know that guy. I'm like, no, 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 Steve O, O H O. Okay, and they're like, nope, never heard of him, right? They're like, anybody know Steve O? Anyway, they ask all around and stuff, and then they go back into the cook. They're like, Steve O, you know Steve O? Nope, nope, okay. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. I thought last time I talked to you guys, you really knew Steve O. They're like, what do you mean, you guys? And I'm like, Wait, how long have you owned this place? They're like, oh, we bought it last year. It's a different <laughs> Korean family. Unbelievable. A different Korean family had bought it. And me being racist. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> amazing. So you're saying in in suburban New Jersey, there are two Korean families who own restaurants? That's unbelievable. What are the odds? Yeah. And and so of course, if anyone should know the odds, it's me because I know how that whole system works. Like Steve's family got help in buying their 7-Eleven through another Korean family, and then they sold it, I think, to a different Korean family. And so apparently they did that with the sub shop, so it shouldn't be the least surprising. But remember, I'd only seen them one time, to be fair to me, right? So like I'm like, I don't know, but I think it's them, right? So that was hilarious though. And 
Meanwhile, Pro's like, oh, this is so embarrassing. Yeah, this is not this good. is so embarrassing. <laughs> this is no good. So yeah. it went from like something really cool to something disastrous. But who would have figured that in the la in the in that couple of years that they would have uh, switched out the creative? <laughs> It's kind of a dirty trick on their part, if we're being honest. If, you're, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, um, and you guys, by the way, whenever we uh, are having nonsense conversations about things you know, so if you know Roy Rogers is out of business, let us know. Because sometimes every once in a while, like, it's just a couple, like, I feel like it was three, three five years ago on La Cienega, there was still a Roy Rogers somewhere, or I saw one somewhere. I was like, and it felt like I saw, um, it was like the first time I ever saw a buffalo. I thought they were extinct. And when I saw one, I was like, no! And I like pulled over to the side of the road. I'm like, start dating. Like, there's a buffalo here! I thought they were, because in class they taught us, like, you know, we killed them all. And what class was this? History class. And the Americans were like, we were so mean and we shot them all. And I thought they were extinct. So I like, I, I nearly had a heart attack when I saw one on the. I like how you, even in that sort of, sort of, you deflect blame to your teachers who definitely did not say that we've killed all the buffalo. Yeah. yeah. No, look, this whole thing about which animals are extinct and you switch them out, you switch out the Korean families, it's definitely not on me, okay? <laughs> it's definitely other people's faults. Hey, hey Jake. Yeah. You can still get Pe Pepe Parker's fried chicken because Bob's big boy. Oh, is that right? Yes, in Toluca oh. Lake. And I remember growing up going to Bob's big boy when, when I used to live in the valley. My, my grandparents and I, we would go to the Bob's Big Boy in Canoga Park, and, and I would always get Peppy Parker's fried chicken. And I think in, in there was some kind of acquisition of Bob's Big Boy's restaurants and Leroy Rogers, that whole thing. Yeah. I think they pretty much got that recipe. So if you still want to get Peppy Parker's fried chicken, find All Bob's right. Big Boy. I got to find a Bob's Big Boy. Okay, to, got to, you. To Luca Lake. Yeah, yeah but I remember, like, like I said, three, five, this probably eleven years ago, because everything blends together. Uh, when I saw Roy Rogers on the uh, road, I was like, like just like the Buffalo. I was like, what is this? I thought Roy Rogers was extinct. Where did you see it? I I think it was like in L.A. somewhere. That's why I was even huh. more surprised. Um, Are you but, sure you're not mistaking the Roy Rogers Museum? No, not the okay. museum. No, or, or like there's, I think there's. Or the Will Rogers anything, because there's like a million Will Rogers stuff in LA. And for a long time, I had no idea that Will Rogers and Roy Rogers were different people. Well, look at this. So in 2002, the brothers, uh, Pete Plamondon Sr., so strongly believed in the original Roy Rogers brand that he left Marriott to become a Roy Rogers franchisee, knowing that the best way to keep Roy Rogers true to its original vision was to keep it in the family. Plamondon Sr. sold the franchise to his sons, Pete Jr. and Jim, in 1998. 2002, the brothers decided to purchase the Roy Rogers brand from Hardy's parent company, CKE Restaurants. Hmm. All right, there you go. Okay, so look, I want to talk about Mother's Day and picnics, but Edwin showed me this video before we got started. And I think that, Ben, you are going to love this video. I never saw Hold it before. Hold on, by the way, in Geno's acquired and converted to Roy Rogers locations. So Geno's was not KFC, Geno's was. Apparently, Roy Rogers. Oh, I don't know. Okay, but, drama within the and then Roy Rogers got sold to Hardee's business. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm dubious of this. I, I believe Geno's sold, uh, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It's a long right. time ago. Okay, uh, so uh, this is it from this is a video from a long time ago. Apparently, do, do we know when? No. 91. Oh, 91. Huh. Now apparently, apparently we do know. 
Not that it matters, it's just fun. It's from Australia. You are about to see the the most, I don't know, was it polite? No, not polite, right? Eloquent, professorial person ever to be arrested in the history of the world. All right, let's watch. Chinese, what's the charge? Enjoying a succulent Chinese meal. A succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> the only way that that's better is that when I first watched it, I thought he said, enjoying a succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> and I was like, that'll get you arrested. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> I wonder what that guy, he's probably just drunk, right? Drunk in the I, store. I don't know, the- I don't know, but I love that guy. I, I, I love how he spoke. Yeah. I don't know how to describe him, but that was that was awesome. Yeah, that was he's very proper. Yeah, yeah. Dear sir, you have your hand on my penis. And he was Get being your hand off my penis. <laughs> and he was being loaded into what appeared to be like a Toyota Tercel. You know, <laughs> it felt like they were it was like a mass arrest or something because it looked like he was speaking to someone else that had been arrested inside the car. Yeah, or they just have a guy back there to, you know. Maybe it's a cop, yeah. yeah to talk to the guy that yeah. comes with the car. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, they're going to have a good conversation because that guy sounds fun. He does, he does sound fun. <laughs> yeah. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? <laughs> <laughs> He's oversharing a tiny bit. Tiny bit, but what I rather enjoyed it. Okay, I'm going to play one more video before we go to the really important Mother's Day and picnic stories, which is you were just in Millwall. I was just in Millwall. I was across the I was across the Thames in in Greenwich, but yeah, I can see Millwall. I guess so, I was in it briefly. Yeah. I'm going to ask you if you liked it, but first I want to play our one of our favorite soccer chants. Love that so much. So, did you like them? <laughs> I, I liked them fine. I liked them. Oh, fine. now you're gonna ruin the chant. Yeah, no uh, one's supposed to like no them. No one likes them. Super Millwall. It's a little strange that line. 
Everything's strange, but a lot of the way that the English talk doesn't make sense, at least to me. So that's the only thing that counts, obviously. You know, I this is I had never been to England in my life until February. That's shocking. Yeah, I know it's, it is shocking for people who know me. It's not interesting, but it's shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, and then I went twice. I went back to back months. Once for work. Yeah, you're done. You've got uh, spacing issues. Yeah, you really yeah, got to right. work on that. But I like it very much. I love everything they say. Yeah, is interesting and like. So we went to a, a soccer game. We went to a Chelsea, mm-hmm. Stamford Bridge. I mean, even that the stadiums have different names mm-hmm. than the stupid overall corporate names that they end up having, right? Yeah. But and Stamford Bridge, one of the great. Uh, 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 sports palaces, right? Well, in the, so every part of this is fun, right? Like uh, sports palace, what yeah. a fun thing! Yeah, to I, say. well, that one I just came up with because I needed to find language befitting Stamford Bridge, right? Oh, I see. And I so see. I love Chelsea, um, uh, and uh, now because it was like just, just fun, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you know. So I, but we, um, so, but I, we had to get tickets from these friends of ours who I, one woman I work with, and she and her husband have tickets to Chelsea. Um, when they found out, and then, but there's three of us because my wife and I went with our daughter, and so we needed three tickets. So they asked their seatmates, who they've become friends with over the years, if they were going to this game. Chelsea's having a terrible year, so if they'd be willing to not go to this game, and they, and they were, they were like, no, go ahead, and and we'll. But you know, I said, so let me know who we have to pay to, for these tickets, and yeah. I was hoping they wouldn't. And she and she said, well, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll let you know. Hopefully, we'll get mates rates. Okay. Mates rates. Oh, like rates for mates? Friends. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. Which means you're like giving you a cost. And yeah. I was like, mates rates. The mates greatest, rates is awesome. It's mates Edwin rates. Edwin gives me mates rates sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, right. You should always give your well, friends all the times mate, mates mm-hmm. rates. Uh-huh. You know? Well, that makes sense. But we would say, like, hey, is this a friend's discount? You know? That's boring. No, that's boring. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. A mate rate is fantastic. What do you charge friends? Like, that's, that's nonsense. Yeah. Matrix? Absolutely. Oh, love it. Yeah. Like, I don't know what Super Millwall from the den means. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a den and is that a pub? So then I wanted the second question I wanted to ask you is Did you find the den in Millwall? I mean, you know, we were in Greenwich and, and it's right, I mean, it's, they're right next door. It's like, so, I mean, they're both across the river and I think not across the river. I don't think the river is totally the dividing point there. But it looked fine. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh, is it terrible? And they're like, No. Because <laughs> of that chant, right. you it might be terrible. No, and then and then the guy goes, "Oh, the chant, right?" Oh, really? Oh, totally the the English guy. Totally, yeah, he's like, "Oh, they're soccer It's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 it's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah." Um, no, I love those chants so much, and I, the English in particular because they they're creative. Like that's I told you this one before when with all the guys with funny uh, facial features, like there's an Italian with a giant nose, soccer player, and they're like. Your nose is offsides. Your nose is offsides, right? <laughs> and then there's a Turkish player, Turkish German player, uh, Ozil, and he has bug eyes. And they're like, your eyes are offsides. Your <laughs> eyes are offsides. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's uh, it's it feels especially when you're there, you realize that no matter how hostile it is, it's 98 percent of it is harmless. Yeah. Right? So no, actually, it's better than that. It's this interesting crossover between harmless. And things could get out of hand, right? Yeah. Like we kind of hate you, but not really. But we kind of do, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it's 98% harmless. But that 2% is like they chant a lot. So there's, I mean, every game there's a 
element of, oh, that was too far and some people are gonna. So we took our daughter who's 10 to this game. And I can't, if it were the second hour, I could use the word. But I'm not sure I can use the word at all. But, but it's, we're in England, so you know what word is coming. The word they use freely and we're banned from using under any circumstances. Yeah, the C word. Right, so this guy yells out, I mean, and my daughter's there and this guy, you know, he's like, give it a rest, you ginger. I love the English. Right, right, right. I and love I, the English. Right, and, and so Lee and I, we, we've heard the S word and the F word. Who cares, right? And our daughter mm. hears a lot of that. But you know, you know, but you're the, worthless, you ginger. And Lee and I are like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And Josie's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, the English. It's uh, who cares? <laughs> You'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, I even love the way they pronounce words like garage. No, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, go over to garage. Bit of a controversy there. We we watched uh, some some uh, dating show where like uh, the guy makes a meal for the women, and and uh, one of the contestants. I couldn't. I said it for five straight days. You know, well, it was all right. It's a bit crispy. <laughs> you know, and I was like, so everything it's I was impossible not to love the it's British. Impossible not to like him just for crispy. It's a bit. Chris Pat, it's a bit Chris <laughs> yeah. So you know, you know, I'm watching Ted Lasso, <coughs> and I, you know, the thing about Ted Lasso is I don't really care what's in the show; it just makes me feel happy. That's right. That's right. Like, like when you watch Succession, it it's a great show, but it's like it, it not, makes you feel dark inside. It does not make you feel happy. No, it is not a light show. It is not a, not a light and fluffy and happy show, right? You watch uh, Ted Lasso, and I'm like, I feel like Ted Lasso watching Ted Lasso. Did you see Succession last night? I did. Yeah. So I won't spoil anything for people who have it, but there's a great piece written by a guy named Alan Seppenwill. That's how he pronounced his last name, who's a TV writer and has written a great book on television with Matt Stoller's sites. And, uh, uh, but he wrote a whole thing about how the third to last episode, about how good last night's episode was, and that nobody's going to want to rewatch it, right? It's too hard. Um, uh, but also that. It's you know you, you, he's he's written about these antiheroes right from Tony Soprano to the uh, Michael Chiklis on the Commission Walter White all these great antiheroes that we've had Saul Goodman in in television lately um, over the last twenty five years and and obviously all, everybody on Succession is you know certainly Logan Roy and, and Kendall and uh, but that like. You start rooting for these people, right? And you start making excuses. They were not loved by their father. Their father put them in the situation. And then they'll do an episode like last night's where it's just a reminder. Hey, these people you've been rooting for, I just want to remind you, this is who they are. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, honestly, they it worked on Logan Roy. Logan Roy became an anti-hero. He went from an antagonist to an anti-hero. And for me, none of the rest of them made it. No, I was sympathetic to Kendall. I want to be sympathetic to him. So I disagree with you a little bit on Kendall. I also think if Logan had been alive for this episode last night, he would have been at least a reminder. Oh, yeah, I'm rooting for a terrible person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I know that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Logan Roy's an awful, awful human being. And I can't believe they got me to root for Rupert Murdoch, right? Right, and right. That's who right. he's based on. Uh, but at least he was compelling. And, it, and vis a vis his kids, he, he, you could root for him against his kids because I hated his kids so much. So when something happened and and then it like in some of the episodes it's just the kids, I'm like, I don't know if I can keep watching this because I hate every one of these people so much. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm totally the the trauma that they experienced from their 
hideous parents is so interesting. No, it didn't move me. No, I am. Well, yeah. No, no, don't be wrong. They're awful. Yeah. And, but it's funny. It has never changed, except he's been a little funnier in this season. The kid I hate most by far. And it's not close. Again, it's not the worst kid. Yeah. Cousin Greg. No, Cousin Greg is too engaging, but he's definitely, I mean, that kid, that guy has gone to the- Oh, wait, one of his kids. I see, I see. That's yeah, super interesting. One of the four, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, no, no, I don't know. I want to come back to Cousin Greg. Sure. You're right. He's not at all the most hated. He's among the most interesting. I want to come back to him. But who, which one the kid do you hate? Connor. You hate Connor the most? Connor is the one, like, for all the, you know, we could spend a weekend with any of the others and enjoy the weekend. Mm-hmm. Right, they're interesting. They say funny things. They, you know, they're dark and they're messed up and they're ruining the country. Right? Yeah. But, but Connor, I couldn't spend five minutes with. Like that self-importance, that sort of. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a fool uh, and an idiot combined. Yeah, you know? I, I think they're all idiots. I really do. I think they're very dumb, and it Tommy, bothers me how dumb they're. Oh, like, can't really think. grates on me. No, Kendall's not dumb. No. Oh, that's a miss. You're, you're off. You've misinterpreted this. Kendall's massively flawed, but Kendall now, a, str- a Kendall who's not doing uh, drugs, right? Uh-huh. A Kendall who's straight could run that company incredibly well. I don't think there's any doubt. I think there's huge doubt. I think there's huge doubt. I, I, I don't respect any of them at all. But I hear what you're saying because he's pulling off maneuvers. With disrespect. Right. I don't respect right. Logan at all. Yeah. Not no, no, I, no, no, no. Yeah. I have a different view of the word respect. I have a British view of it. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, seriously, uh, I I respect evil guys if they're good at what they do. I don't respect them as as a human being. I respect them for that particular thing. So Logan Roy, I totally respect in the same exact way that I respect Dick Cheney. Yeah. I, I, okay. I mean, I, I got you. I just don't think that I, I don't. They, they've never been given. We have no idea whether they're competent. We're actually seeing a degree of competence. From I think Kendall uh, uh, Roman is off his frickin' rocker. Yeah, you know, but Roman's all of a sudden dead. Roman showed some competence no, no, in that last totally. Episode. But you can see, but it's intermixed with like wildly and recklessly firing people. Like, yeah, like Roman is unhinged. He has this connection. He's being used by Americans would never elect a guy who spelled the name Jared with a Y. It's the most <laughs> unrealistic part of the show. <laughs> I'm gonna rank the kids real quick. Um, Ranking them in what? Just in in not at all in the order that I like them at all. Okay, in the order that I would like to spend a lunch with. Mm. Okay, you know, make it gotta be more than a lunch because a lunch just you can eat a food. It's got to be like uh, it's got to be a night. Sure, no like, problem. Yeah, like, I, I, I'll do a whole day. Okay, we're at a retreat. A day and a night. Day and a night. Mm. A deal. Okay, um, breakfast. But but here's the, the I need this caveat. Mm. Uh, they have no power over me, so I don't have mm. to worry about. Ah, I said the wrong thing. That billionaire is going to spend two hundred eighty million dollars to make sure he destroys my life. I got you right. Okay, right. So they have no power over me. Okay. Then it's easy. I got Roman at number one mm. because he's by far the craziest and mm. wildest. Mm. And you're gonna have fun. You're gonna have fun uh, talking with him. You're gonna have fun mm-hmm. uh, saying things and getting a reaction out of him, right? Uh, Etc. Then Shiv because she's the most normal. You could have a normal conversation with her. Then Connor because I'd mess with Connor so hard. Like I'd go right into his 
ego and I would mess with him and mess with him. I'd pay $1,000 not to spend 10 seconds with Connor. No, <laughs> if, if there's no consequences, I might pay $1,000 to mess with him all night long, okay? <laughs> um, and Kendall, I got no interest in. Oh, I don't wanna spend a minute with Kendall. You I, don't think Kendall is one of the best, most interesting characters in television in the last 25 years? He's a super interesting character, right. but yeah. I don't, I don't, but he's a super interesting character I don't like. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't like him. I mean, he's, he's there's a hard, but there's humanity in him that in some ways isn't even in Shiv. You know what, though? I actually, that's the thing. Okay, we're spending too much time on a show that you guys might not have watched, so I'll just say one last thing about it. Um, the thing about Kendall is that, um, he shows a tiny bit of humanity, especially you think his in his weaknesses. Went to Geno's or Roy Rogers? No, but they know. They know Roy. Everybody knows Roy Rogers. Definitely not. Slash like everyone on like all young people on the internet. They're like, what okay. the hell is a Roy Rogers? Okay, please do a, a, a old school poll. Who do you know more, Kendall Roy or Roy Rogers? Oh, that's the such restaurant a good poll. chain. Yeah, <laughs> I predict it's Kendall in a landslide. Yeah, yeah. Today, of course, like the whole twenty, the like people who've only lived like people under the age of twenty. Yeah, well, you just said we're, we're just you were you, you have no hesitation from. talking about Millwall, but you're like, oh, the show that is like most in the culture. I want to no, talk about that. No, but I know yeah. that they don't know Millwall. That's different. Okay, anyways, <laughs> um, so he shows a little bit of humanity by being weak and by being flawed. And just when you but think he's like troubled me, by his flaws, yeah, that's all. Just when you think like maybe he's got two percent humanity in him, no, no, that's right. he'll then do something terrible to another human being, like directly to another human being. You're like, no, nah, this guy's the worst. And I hate their entitled, arrogant, ignorant asses. I the the like, I think the the way they look down on other people when in reality they're they're like, yeah, they're awful. Yeah, they're. It's unearned confidence drives me crazy. Okay, yeah, I think Kendall's very smart and an interesting character, and I I think the like Tom has the unearned confidence there. Tom seeks, and I love the character. I love these characters. No, there's yeah. two characters I love, and that's so I want to talk about that. Um, so Tom, I like as a character. No, okay, yeah, totally, there's yeah. no good guys in the show. I just like that Tom guy, as a character. That guy can uh, act. He can act. Yeah, yeah. He can act. In fact, the funny thing is, I mean, they, they all they all can. They're all yeah. fucking. It's, so it's, when they so well cast. Sorry. And by the way, uh, you check out CBS uh, Morning News because uh, Ben uh, did a great interview. Sunday morning, yeah. CBS. Sunday morning news. Sorry. Um, with, Jer with Jeremy Jeremy Strong. Strong, who plays Kendall Roy, it was really cool. Uh, so that just happened this Sunday, um, but you see it on YouTube, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So by the way, Ben's does. Great interviews with tons and tons of people. Harrison Ford, James Cromwell, Woody Harrelson. Tom Hanks. Tom, Tom Hanks was a great one. So check that out on, uh, is it, was there site CBS or CBS yeah, Sunday? Just, yeah, CBS morning? Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah type you, in you, CBS you, Sunday morning. You're yeah, gonna get my yeah. name, CBS Sunday morning. You get yeah. So anyways. And, and a zillion other pieces if you leave out my name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, but I wanted to, so Tom, uh, at the end of the episode, if you watch all the way through, they have after the tease of next week, they have a little breakdown, right? Where the director no, and the executive yeah. producer talks about it, the actors talk about it. And to me, the actor who plays Tom. Matthew McFadden, I think. Yeah, yeah. Was, is so not Tom. Yeah, totally, it's great. Like he didn't, I'm not sure he even understands Tom, okay? <laughs> 
And, and the fact that he plays him so well, when I'm not even positive he understands him, I was like, that's a great actor. Yeah, that guy's a great like, actor. Because yeah. that guy's not at all Tom, not yeah. like 1% Tom. Yeah. So uh, anyways, um, he, but Cousin Greg. Cousin Greg, I've decided is my favorite now because mm. not just because of how awkward he is, but but the way he makes the turn, yeah, right? That's right, yeah. He'll start the conversation like, look, I, I need to talk to you about something. <laughs> I don't know how to bring it up. Okay, it starts super awkward to begin with, but it takes an even more awkward turn. And he and just when you don't expect it, he kind of does a strong move. He does. He totally. He started. He's had. He's found his. Uh, he's found his voice. He had two great lines in yesterday's episode. Uh, it's not that lemony. <laughs> um, and uh, they were drinking things that aren't supposed to be drinks. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, you gotta admit, cousin Greg, he's kind of a nerdy Scarface. He's a little gangsta because some of the things that Cousin Greg does, one particular moment where it it affected the livelihoods of the employees of that news organization, that's pretty. No, no, and then, and, then yeah. he, and then he was so ready to go off and fire, you know, Emma or yeah. whatever, Ega. And what, or, and yeah. what makes no, he, him? Yeah, yeah, what makes him? To, to me, what makes him a gangsta is like. He comes across as all oh awkward and you know like this, but then when he when it gets down to it, man, he'll he'll stick the knife in. No, he's figured it out. He's he's figured it out. I also like that gregging became a word. Like that's so good. Yeah, gregging. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And bully the bullies on Twitch said Ben's insane interview with Dick Tracy killed me the other day. <laughs> so odd to see him not on TV, so odd to see him not on TYT. Glad to see you both on my 31th month sub. Who You interviewed Dick Tracy, what, Warren Beatty? I interviewed, uh, I interviewed Warren Beatty and Dick Tracy. <laughs> it was obviously Warren as Dick Tracy uh -huh. uh, for a little thing we aired on uh, on TCM. It was, uh, well, it's just there's no, uh, there's nothing quite like it. Yeah, <laughs> I got yeah, you. Yeah. you. Say no more. Yeah, okay, right, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, I hear you. It, was, it wasn't quite an interview. It was like a, it was a scripted piece. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. It was um, cool, but I was directed by Warren Bay. That was fun. So the reason I like your interviews on, on Sunday morning is because it makes me like them more, right? And I, I don't know if that's the point. But like, I wound up liking Harrison Ford so much more after your interview with him than I did before. I mean, it's not like I didn't like him. I'm not Harrison yeah, Ford you. legend, well, no, right? I think that's. I, I take that as a compliment because no, I think you want to look. I basically have interviewed people I liked. There's been a couple of exceptions, but you know, like I didn't know Jeremy Strong, but as soon as I met him, I liked him. He's a very serious guy, right? Yeah. He's very serious about acting, and he's yeah. serious. But like. That's okay. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. He's, you know, take good for him. Your, yeah, God very good bless. at his job. And he cares that. about yeah. it. There's nothing wrong. With it. Uh, and I really liked him, and uh, and so I think you got a sense of him, right? And there'd been a, a, a very negative article written about him that uh, yeah. that you know, and he gave a really thoughtful answer to that. And I thought, well, this is gonna, you know, and that's as always when you have some sort of controversy, if you humanize yourself through that controversy, people will come. To your side, yeah, like you because saw, they're like, going to want to root for you because you just became the underdog, right? You just became like, yeah, he's a rich, successful actor. He wasn't always, of course, but then he became one. And but guess what? His feelings got hurt, yeah, like in a very real way if by an article that that you know didn't have to be. It was a very well written piece, but it didn't have to be that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Whenever somebody, if you're a good person, and you, whenever you see someone whose feelings have been hurt, you want to reach out and kind of, you know, hug yeah, them and like right. give them, and, and so it makes you root for them, right? Yeah. 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 I, I so no, it's kind I, of I, ironic I, what happened with that article. Um, so yeah, and I saw, but Harrison Ford, like human eye, he is, he doesn't like to press, and he, he sort of opened, you know, it was a, I don't opened up. It was like he revealed him. But I mean, you know, if you get it right and you get these people to relax, these people who are used to getting interviewed, many of them don't really like that process. Like Harrison Ford, he's not right. into that. You know, you're like, well, you, he relaxed and he revealed. Which yeah. is, I think, what you got out of it. That's yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, hundred percent rooting for him ten times more after that. And then, uh, and then Tom Hanks is, we agree, he's the most likable person in the world. He's unbelievably likable and authentic, and he's so nice to everybody. I, I did. I, I only thing, and I, I hope to. I want to ask him this next time. You know, probably not with a camera. I, you know, I mean, I'm sure I'll see him again, but I'm not. We're not, you know, friends, which mm -hmm. sucks. Because um, you <laughs> really want him to be your friend. Um, but he, uh, like, does it? Is it hard to be Tom Hanks every day? Like the pressure oh, on him to be this guy, friendly and gregarious, and and getting everybody, like, to be so on that you see everybody in the room for who they are. Yeah, that's just that's exhausting. Like it can be, in my yeah. head, it's exhausting anyway. So that's interesting. I, I totally, didn't think you were going to yeah. say that at all. Well, that's a great question. Uh, I thought you were going to go in the direction I was going to go, which is I was going to ask you: Did you ask him off camera? Does the QAnon stuff bother you? Like, because here's the most likable person in the world, and the most random, insane conspiracy theory pulls him in. For for I, I to this day, I have no idea why they picked him out of a hat. Yeah, because he's famous and a celebrity. I mean, I bet he would be like, oh, no, all true. You know, <laughs> I mean, he would like, you know. No, of course not, yeah, but my yeah. question is, does it, like, did it bother him? Like, Oh, yeah, I bet, no. I bet he thought it's as strange as you think it's strange, you know, and uh -huh. I suppose, you know, then he'd give a serious answer, like it bothers me that people would believe it about anyone, like it's, you know. Yeah, and I wonder if he has had anyone interact with him about it, like, because that could really bother you. Yeah, yeah, I wonder. I mean, it's you know, it's alarming. I, I mean, look, it, of course, it, in some levels, it must make him afraid at times for his safety, right? Yeah. I mean, the more big time celebrities who aren't jerks like him, right? He's yeah. he's just not. He's just like a grounded regular. He, his wife is lovely. They're all lovely, right? No, he feels like a buddy, like maybe right. like a yeah. bosom buddy, <laughs> like maybe like a bosom buddy. Yeah, but it must, like, you can't. Like now, all of a sudden, there's a sect of the world that believes he's dangerous yeah. to, to, to innocent people. So my guard is pretty much always up because I know there are people out there who don't like me, right? right yeah. But for Tom Hanks- people in this room who don't like me. <laughs> well, that's yeah, also true, yeah. but for different reasons. Um, so, but for Tom Hanks, I'm not sure his guard ever had to be up. And now all of a sudden, it's got to be up because mm -hmm. there's some percentage of lunatics who think that he eats babies. Right. I can't get over how insane that is. Yeah, that's right. And it's like, at a bare minimum, millions of people. Yeah. Right. You know how many people believe QAnon conspiracy overall? No, like 50 million Americans believe it. I don't believe that. I know. It's in the polling. I know. I don't believe it. I mean, I believe they say it, but they don't even know what it is. I mean, nobody knows what anything is. So there's no way 50 million people no, actually they, know what it is. No, no, they asked, they didn't say, do you believe in QAnon? They asked, do you believe X, Y, Z, etc.? And it's those are super depressing numbers. Yeah.
Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever it is. I mean, if it were 25 million, it's depressing. So if it's 50, it's twice as depressing, but it's bad. By the way, and now we're getting too much into politics, and I knew it, we're gonna run out of time. But like the, the similarities between what Erdogan has done to radicalize the right wing in Turkey and what Trump has done to radicalize the right wing here in America is unbelievable. It's a Exact mirror image. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not and that. both now Republicans in in some of the uh, red states are doing the same thing that the fundamentalist Muslims are doing in Turkey, where they're lowering the age of marriage so they can marry younger girls. Jesus Christ, man! Did you see that reporter or writer about the just was so frank talking about the Turkish election? No, it was a writer in Istanbul when he was like, "It's just shocking." Like we were led to believe these polls told us that the opposition was gonna get over 50, it would be over here. And not only did they not get over 50, but Erdogan nearly got it, he won by five. It's shocking, shocking to us here in Istanbul. And then he's like, but not in the rest of the country because they clearly support him, you know? Yeah, 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 but look, are you with me that the fact that he didn't get above 50% and has to go to a runoff gives a, whether it's true or not true, it gives the election a feeling of way more legitimacy. Yeah, although right, although the five, the other five percent, like, is a if if everyone returned to the polls, seems like those other five percent are likely to be. Yeah, Erdogan's so yeah. then he's going to win. You know, he might win fifty-five, forty-five, which right. is not even close. Right, right. right. But if you're going to rig an election, it's super sophisticated to we'll require a runoff. Right, but I don't right. think. I think yeah, that's right. It is right. Yeah. So either he's super sophisticated, in which case. Turkey's even more screwed because you're not going to beat a guy that smart, right? I was curious. Or hey, maybe it was a real election, and yeah, they. It's this just, writer who was clearly like stunned by the results never for a second suggested that it was not that it was untoward.